0: Hey, community fans, if you're enjoying the podcast, uh, consider backing me on Patreon and becoming a patron uh, for as little as two bucks a month. It is really helpful for me uh, to keep things going and uh, keep the podcast moving forward. Thanks. Bye-bye. This week, I'm talking to Mike from Community's uh, Twitter account. He's gracious enough to talk with me about the history of Community on Twitter. Uh, this episode will be a part of a series of episodes, kind of focusing on the Community social media content creators. I'm going to talk to some people who are doing some stuff on Instagram and Discord and, um, and then obviously, and Twitter. Um, I think kind of much like the writers and and other behind the scenes heroes on the show that these creators have given their time and their energy to this greater cause of pushing community um, uh, towards the limelight. And I think it's a great opportunity while I'm talking to these writers and, and uh, other folks to kind of, give them some, uh, some props for keeping the momentum towards the movie that we all want. And so with that, Mike, welcome to Six Seasons in a Podcast. Thanks. Nice to be here. So I think the, like I said, the biggest reason I'm having on the show is kind of highlight the social media content that uh, you and others were doing for kind of keeping the spirit of community alive. And so I really want to know, um, tell me what is Communities on Twitter? Like how did it get started and describe it?
1: Well, uh, it, it was meant to just be a place for, to meet up with fans, um, to you know, it it was, it was not started by just me. It was started by uh, a few and has actually been, has followed many or has been run by many people over the years. I've always sort of been on there, you know, checking in every once in a while, but there've been a number of people and we would, we would do rewatches even all the time, organize them and have as many as, I think there were probably as many as a dozen people that had access to that account Oh wow! and would come in and guest. And, and, you know, so it's, it was always meant to be a collaborative effort and never any one person's thing, like a a true (laughs) community (laughs) for community fans. Um, That was, that was the point of it. And it was, you know, it was just also to take um, the, you know, it was to try and organize for what we called hash mobs at the time Mm -hmm. um, to try and get a hashtag trending. And it was, it, it was a way of taking it away from any one person and sort of being, sort of uh, someone saying oh I'm the leader of this group and being like hey this is for all of us and this is just a way for us to organize and kind of all be on the same page that was sort of the idea behind it yeah and uh, I think we've over the years always tried to make you know try to do that to varying degrees
0: cool what um, what is your then the relationship to uh, to the show itself is is there anything official was it, it just kind of coalesced where a bunch of people came together and said hey let's uh, support uh, through this one uh, account
1: uh well that that account kind of came about later on i think that was even like after season four and into season five before that it was june of 2013 so where does that put us that would have been right right before season five started i think okay yeah. So that, that I'm, I'm right on that. Good. Good. My members, so uh, so yeah, then you're, you're, you're all right.
0: Yeah. So you, then you're a part of this group of people who are, you know, just interacting on Twitter and then said, you know, we should really, you know, combine this, these efforts and, and as a way to promote hashtags and, and, you know, kind of galvanize the, the base, so to speak.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, so like I joined in November of, um, 2011, according to, uh, <laughs> Twitter there. So that would have been right after or right, right as uh community was in its uh, getting close to its, um, mid season break of season three. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just started, you know, like reading, you know, like I was following the, you know, following Dan and following all the cast and, and anyway, I could just trying to soak up as much community knowledge as I could, because I was deeply in love with the show. Um, probably unhealthily, <laughs> um, but the, uh, you know, and then and then, just by following, um, you know, like, seeing who they were interacting with, because the, the cast was very good about that. Like, they'd interact with a lot of different people. It diminished over time just because of the sheer amount of people that started to be, you know, asking them questions all mm-hmm. the time, right? I mean, there's only so much time these people have to, to look after um, their Twitter accounts when, when they're being bombarded with questions. Um, so I really feel for that.
0: Yeah, what was it like then in, the, in those early days um, interacting with... Um... You know which writers? You know cast? Uh, who was uh, active at that point?
1: Well, that's 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 a harder one to answer. I don't remember yeah. that as much. But mm-hmm. I, for me, it was it was just finding all these people out there who loved the show, and from literally around the world, like like all over Europe, all over the states, all over Canada, Pakistan, Australia, all over like just so many different places. Uh, we're finding people. And just sort of like, we all started to form our own little group. Uh, it started small, and it just kept growing and growing and growing to the point where I had, I don't know if it's the way Twitter worked at the time, but I would, because we were tweeting about community all the time, and we tweet the hashtag of hashtag community or hashtag NBC community, other people were finding us. And, it, you know, we were just sort of welcoming everyone into the fold. Um, it was really cool uh, just to just to me. I mean, that was back when Twitter wasn't yeah. human, a, you know, like a an evil, evil place to be half the time that yeah. it is now. Um, but <laughs> it was it was fun. You know, we were we were sharing quotes. We were just getting to know one another. And it was very cool.
0: Yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine that. uh of when the show is on, um, being able to, um, engage, uh, real time with folks. Um, do you have a, a story of, of any of them interacting with you then? Uh,
1: yeah, I got a few, I mean, uh, that, um, that is the one is one of the only cast members currently that is actually following, um, the community's account. Okay. Um, and I have, I have DM with her over the years a few times. Um, nothing, nothing much. Again, I, it's never something I would ever want to abuse that privilege of having their, having them follow me back to be able to DM them. Sure. Um, so just a little bits here and there, just like, or just asking her if, you know, if it's okay, if the, the cast tweets something to help organize stuff for hash, the hash mobs like I said before, but she's, that's always been just a wonderfully generous and just a great person in terms of what, how she supported, um, community over the years. Mm -hmm. She's the, you know, she was, she and, um, uh, Gillian Jacobs were, uh, the only, I believe the only two that came, I mean, Dan did as well, but to the communicons that, um, uh, that, um, was run by, um, oh boy, I, I, her uh, her Twitter account is uh, Marchettios, I think, but anyway yeah. she uh, she she runs uh, she runs that and uh, she would be fantastic to talk too I'm sure for you as well I'm sure that's on the books but um I believe she's a Jillian as well
0: I think she is um,
1: but so so they um yeah they they had um you know that those two were wonderful but that's always just been like the best one for being the most interactive with the fans uh, Joel would occasionally just DM people a reply to something they said instead of interacting on Twitter. I don't know why, but that's the way he did it. Hmm. Um, and the, the really interesting, one of one of the coolest interactions I had with the staff was with Joel. I have to say um, uh, with the cast, I should say, not staff um, in between season five and six, uh, when it was canceled, like it was done. And we thought, you know, we were all depressed. <laughs> <The> <laughs> fandom. We were, yeah. We were super depressed that our, that our favorite show was not going to get its, Six seasons part of the hashtag, um, and there was there was a a time when, during this fifth season where where they gave where they were like doing draws for scripts um, signed scripts by the cast, and so that account had been started up by Neil Goldman, and because we followed it and he fo- because I followed it and he. And it followed me back because I actually won one of the scripts. It's one of my prized possessions. Oh, well, from, that's great. From that, uh, is a modern warfare script with, uh, signed by Joel McHale. I forget what the caption says, but it's, of course it's funny because he wrote it. <laughs> but, um, but I, uh, because Joel was also following that account, uh, or following our account, um, at, at that time with, with that one, I, um, I DM'd him when we found out that it was canceled. And then I DM'd him and I said, "Hey, the fans are all wondering what to do because, like, how can we help? What, what is—is is there anything we can do to try and help uh, with the show at all? Because we're just—we want to help, however we can." And I got a DM back like a half hour later saying, "What's your phone number?" So after I picked my job off the floor, yeah, I, uh, wow, I typed typed in my phone number, and literally five minutes or less later he was calling me and uh, we chatted for about 10 minutes. He was just trying to reassure, like there was nothing we really could do. And he said, things were in the works. Obviously there was stuff going on with the on-screen that none of us knew about and all that and, you know, and, and everything. So it was, uh, that was pretty cool. You know, like that, yeah, that's amazing to me just shows the dedication the cast had to, and, and the love they had for the show and for the fans that he would reach out to me like that. And just, you know, let me know, just keep doing what you're doing, just talk, just be loud about the show all the time as much as you can. And that's, that's all we could ever ask for.
0: So yeah.
1: That, wow. that was probably by far the coolest experience I had. Um, some of the writers, though, also were wonderful about that. Um, one of the, one of the, one of the best ones for interacting with um, fans was Andy Bobro. Um, in fact, one time, this was very early on um we had um we were all on a google chat i don't know if they still do those or google hangout i don't know if they sure. do those anymore but if that's part of google but we were we there were like half dozen of us uh just and we would do this regularly actually we would just sort of hang out for a little while on hmm. google chat or google uh, hangout and uh and just watch the show, show sometimes together even just sort of put a face to the name and a voice to the you know, a voice of the face. Yeah, Um, That was kind of neat. And, you know, again, all over the world, too. So it was pretty unique that way as well. But there was one time we actually texted or we we, we tweeted Andy, I think we tweeted him, and said, hey, do you want to hang out with some fans? And so he accepted an invitation to uh, do a Google Hangout with us. And this was like sort of early on in season four. Mm -hmm. And so he was sort of like, he actually told us, you know, a fair bit of what was coming without giving away big details or anything, mm-hmm. but he chatted with us for probably about 40 minutes, I think. And everyone was kind of just trying to be cool
0: yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
1: and, and, and not, not come across as like total, yeah. you know, total, uh, crazy fans or anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, there's just so many, there, there were a lot of experiences like that that were just really cool. Um, and and just made you know made you love the cast and and those that worked on it so much mm-hmm.
0: yeah that's that's great, those are great stories, man. I appreciate that um i think uh then zooming out I think it would be really interesting to know you know what was then the reaction to season four you know everyone you know has is pretty <laughs> split on season four now um, um you know i will i could do a whole episode, uh, about, um, my defense of uh, a good portion of it. I think, um, you know, first of all, because it's like all of the same actors, all of the same writers, directors, um, but there is something missing. I'll admit that. And it's a, a very large Dan Harmon shaped hole in it, but, um, I, it's hard to like poo poo, a an entire season that still has all of these people that we love, uh, connected to it.
1: Yeah. And I think that was part of what kept me going. You know, it was like, it was still the people that I loved in the show. It was still like a lot of the same writers were there. And like, like you say, there was an element missing there. No one could deny that about it. Um, but at the same time is not imitation, the highest form of flattery. Like I think, you know, if Dan was really, and I think he, I think he, you know, I think it would be almost impossible to watch it and not, and not feel like I should have been there to tweak that little thing or do that little thing differently. And oh, that was so close to what I would have wanted to do, but, but they just fine tuned that. you know, like it would have been so, so difficult to sit and watch that and, and see all the places where you could have made that little change that would have made it something great. But that being said, you know, season one, there was, it, there were some small issues here and there with season one, with season two, with season three, although season two yeah. is like, as far as I'm concerned, like the perfect season. Um, but every season had its own issues that, you know, like nothing is ever perfect. And I think trying to hold it to some standard that the first three seasons didn't hundred percent reach all the time either would have sure. been impossible to hold up to. Sure. So I think a lot of people expected way too much out of it and didn't give it enough credit for when it was really good at moments. And, and it had some, it had some fun episodes.
0: Yeah. Uh, her story of dance, uh, is, uh, I think a, a really great episode. I love the, um, the, the whole bit with, uh, um, Susan, uh, Susan, Sophie B Hawkins. I almost said Susan B Anthony. I almost, uh, got it correct. Um, the Sophie B. Hawkins dance. I thought that was a really funny one. I thought it was a really, um, it captured the heart of, um, when Pierce defends and, and kind of rescues, uh, Britta, uh, and, and, and kind of, uh, ego checks, um, uh, uh, Joel and, and I, I don't know. I just thought that was that's one of those that uh, stands out pretty well. Yeah, um,
1: I I enjoyed that one too. That one that one was definitely a highlight of that season. I think this the the Halloween one was kind of fun as well. Yep, that had some good I, moments I in it. Yep. Um, you know, th- there were some that were really really great. Um, and I don't think get enough credit for sure. So season four, like. I don't watch a lot of season four, but then again, I don't also watch a lot of season five or season six either. Even though I have watched them all through a, a few times.
0: How dare you! Um, most five and six. Most are great. of my
1: favorite... Oh no! I'm not saying they're not. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not saying they're not. I'm I just, kidding. They're not my. They're not my go-to. Yeah. Most of the stuff I really love is in season one and two, and then there's like, probably a half dozen in season three that I that I just are truly love. Like yeah. Um, there was, um, there's like two or three in a row that were just great. Like, um, Oh, what is this? It's season three, episode seven. I can't think of the, no- the name of it. Um, it's the one where, Oh, it's the one where Annie's move. Yep. That mm-hmm. one there, that one is one of my favorites of season three and then followed up closely by the documentary, uh, filmmaking redux one.
0: I need to watch that um, one again because I, I I've, it's not very high I'm a, I I went through and and ranked all 110 episodes um cuz I'm, okay. I'm a nerd um I, I, I gonna, you, I'm if... I'm I'm going to do an episode about my methodology so that others and I'll get release the the um, document that I created because it will help others um but okay. I, that's one of those that's not high on my list and, and neither is um the paradigms of uh
1: human memory I think it's called paradigms of human memory that's yeah the clip show to season two episode uh, uh 20 i believe yeah
0: it's uh, people really like both of those and i i just um i think they're really great um it's and it's really hard to like to to rank 110 you know uh really great episodes you know 100 of them are are, are arguably just so great and then 10 of them could probably be um, yeah, not, not so great, absolutely. Uh, um,
1: absolutely, yeah. But, um, that was episode 21, actually. Uh, Paradigms of Human Memory of yeah. season two. I, I re- that one, that one I loved because it was so it, it played with your expectations, right? It was a clip show, but it was full of clips that you'd never seen before, yeah. yeah. Which, which was, which was at turns amazing, but also angered me because it's like how dare they have adventures without us <laughs> it, 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 you know like yeah, it it's created great. this feeling of like hey I thought we were seeing all the stuff that they're doing and yet there's all this stuff that we didn't get to see like hey what the heck and so the the brilliance of that to me was just great like that that was that was the next level of community and I believe that one was written by um what's his name Big guy, you know one of the big guys behind that. I think he actually still follows me on Twitter. Um, Really, uh, yeah, Chris McKenna. He wrote that one, and he 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 wrote a lot of really great episodes. Um, So yeah, with Studies in Modern Movement, I think that one was one of my absolute. That is still one of my top five favorites. Well, it's got Jesus loves marijuana,
0: like, and it's got the kiss from the road, like it. Like it has its climax, is um, is pretty amazing. That, That payoff is great.
1: Yeah, the way the way they do that, the way they do all of the different elements all being weaved into the one song like that um is is wonderful filmmaking and just great because each each of those individual stories I think is great for each to show off some of the best and favorite parts of each of the characters. Yeah. Um and then Jeff Jeff breaking down
0: at
1: the end at Brat 3000 makes me simultaneously want to like like shed a tear and laugh uncontrollably. I don't know why, like how, how a show can make you do that. Like community is again, one of the reasons why yeah. I love it. It's just so much heart, but funny, like you've never seen before. Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Um, yeah. so, uh, I think then, you know, what was the reaction then when Dan was rehired? Like,
1: um, Jubilation. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, I, I assume so, but, you know, uh, so, you know, you're getting season five. I mean, what, you know, was there anything that, uh, anything particular that they, anyone did or anything like that? Uh, might be hard to remember. Uh,
1: well, the, there were, I think there were a lot, like, I'd have to go back, but like, I believe, I think we did all kinds of like. Uh, Twitter hash mobs again trying we tried to get trending as often as we could, but sometimes it was just like what Dan Harmon means to me or what community yeah. means to me. We would do like tribute um things for like an hour, and everyone people would sometimes prepare and schedule tweets to just start like popping up um They had like these account this way of doing it a tweet deck or one of those ones. Um, what it was able to do that kind of schedule tweets and everything like that? And um, but yeah, I mean, there there were some people that had their issues with Dan. Um, I don't know why, you know, like you, community without Dan Harmon is not isn't is means that it didn't exist. yeah, so you you can't have you can't really have one without the other. Season four proved that while it still was good, it was missing that element. So when he came back, um yeah, everyone was, I mean, I would say, you know, like ninety five percent of the fandom was just over the moon. Like, when does has that had it ever happened before? I don't believe it had. No. Not in that way. Like people, oh. people had left shows and come back to them. I don't think anyone had actually been fired and then rehired. Yeah. <laughs> to uh, to carry on the show, so it was kind of um, you know it was historical in that sense, but uh, it just meant a lot to everybody because they felt like now we're going to get back what we, what we lost. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, that, that, um, and the cast was also super excited about it too. Um, you know, I think, I believe that Joel McHale was, uh, essential from what I'd heard. The rumor or the buzz was that Joel McHale was essential in Dan coming back. Mm. Like he, he basically told them it's not going to be like it was without Dan. And I'm putting words into his mouth, but he can, sure. Maybe one day he'll tell it to you on your podcast. I hope so. Uh,
0: yeah, I, I, I certainly will not uh, uh, ignore or pass away any of the, uh, uh, the the cast for sure. They wanted to come on, except um, except uh, Allison Breeze not allowed on because she um, refused to watch the gas leak year. So she uh, there's a thing from the vulture. <laughs> Um, this is my personal <laughs> joke. Um, the, from vo- the vulture, um, reunion, she said, I, she, she watched, uh, all the episodes, well, she hasn't watched the whole, um, all the episodes because she didn't watch the gas leak year. And, and I said, um, in in revolt i said she's not allowed to come on the podcast until she watches it so <laughs>
1: which is a shame because she did some good work in that season
0: she did yeah i mean that's and that's why like anyway that's why i like the season because it's it's got a lot of great moments um we wouldn't have yeah, yeah, um it, it absolutely does captain marvel wouldn't be in the show if uh if without season four <laughs> um, yeah but
1: all, all, the, all the marvel connections to it are pretty cool as well yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah
0: all right. Well, I have some Discord questions. This is going to be a little uh, side uh, um, uh, a bit that I have uh, for every uh, little segment um, uh, in every podcast that I have. Uh, is Questions from Discord. So you guys, you were saying okay. that um, Twitter you know you guys were all have uh conversations and then you do like a google chat uh, types of thing well th- that lives on and there are a thousand plus people in a discord channel which i'll put the link up and um, there's people chatting every single day um you know in in the discord channel and and they do uh weekly rewatches together and they'll all chat while they're, they're synced up their rewatches and uh, so it, it lives on, which is pretty cool. Um, and I asked, mm-hmm. uh, asked some questions every week. Uh, I said, Hey, uh, what, what would you want to know about, uh, um, about Twitter back in the day? And, uh, so Geo asked, um, what was your favorite episode when you saw it aired live and what, you know, what was influential to keeping the spirit alive of the show? Uh,
1: to the answer, answer the first part. um, Two episodes come to mind. Um, One of them was definitely paradigms of human memory. I remember slapping my knee in glee, uh, not the TV show glee, but in (laughs) happiness when I realized what they were doing with the clip show, like taking the clip show and kind of turning it, it's on turning it around and subverting your expectations with it. Um, Like I said, angered me and excited and and was amazing at the same moment (laughs) so that one was like live watching that that episode was definitely one of the top ones um and of course remedial chaos theory i don't know anyone who wouldn't watch that show and and realize the brilliance of what they had done there um even just to count out each Each different universe, like each different dimension, the way they did it, each different reality, how it all played out to count out the timing between all of that. Like it is amazing, amazing filmmaking. It it is probably one of the most incredible half an hour or 20 minutes of television you'll see. Um, So that one definitely.
0: It's my number two episode. So uh, right behind Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. But it's the second. I mean, on a list of 110 amazing episodes. It's it's yeah. Number two. It's amazing.
1: Uh, absolutely and then I'd say the third one was the um, again it was it was the same thing as paradigms of human memory when they did the documentary Ken Burns um, mm. homage yeah. for the pillow fort war that like as soon as it started I was like ah, this is why I love you guys so much <laughs> you know yeah. like yeah. because it, it was just so it was so brilliant it was so incredibly well done um, everything about it, like I'd only seen like one or two Ken Burns documentaries, but it just so captured that the style just, yeah, like everything about it was just, uh, incredible. Do you want to let me know, read back that second part of the question? Sure.
0: You know, what was uh, kind of essential, uh, you know, to the, uh, keeping the spirit of, of, you know, a community alive, you know, what, what do you think made, uh, kind of kept the essence of, of, go- of things going on Twitter?
1: That's a good question, because it it was really difficult um, to to kind of keep everyone uh, dealing with each other in a nice way, in a pleasant way. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there's there's always going to be some friction between people and, you know, how things uh, how things are done or whatever. And. I mean, it it was like trying to form a coalition. There was no real leader or anything like that, or trying to keep that spirit going. It it wasn't easy all the time. Um, You know, and some some people have their own definite ideas about how to do things. Um, You know, I think we did the best with what we could and tried to get as many people um, involved. But it it was... um, you know, it, there were there were some definitely some tough moments, but just like the show, there was like ups and downs in the show. There was ups and downs in the fandom, too, um, at least on the Twitter side of things. Um, but overall, everyone was pretty well positive and just so excited to be part of something. Because when when you are, you know, when you're like a few hundred strong and you are able to get things trending on Twitter, that's kind of a neat thing like it was a little it was a it was a rush there was no no doubt about it like it was it was uh, a lot of us were just excited by being able to do that Um, and it got it definitely got more eyes like every time we would do one there'd be like there'd be a whole bunch more fans that would pop up out of the woodwork and go hey oh I didn't realize you guys were all organizing everything Hmm. and and, you know like we're introducing new people to the to the group all the time so it was pretty cool
0: yeah, I get get that with a podcast all the time. It's, uh, you know, uh, we connect, you and I've connected, um, I've connected with a bunch of different other people. And, and even then, uh, you know, something pops up and we get some news and, you know, a tweet goes out and, and then it's like out of the woodwork. More and more people come and, and I see that every day, people, uh, following, uh, me. And so that's, um, yeah that's really really great i think it is hard but you guys um have fought a good fight uh, and you know what's exciting about the and the movie phenomenon is that you know there's going to be so much more um re-energized um uh you know folks coming coming into this and um and i've told uh people before i told uh, some of the the folks that i've interviewed before that there are new people who are saying, "Oh yeah, I just started Community for the first time." Um, I talked to, to a guy today, and he's like, "I've never watched Community, but now I'm going to watch it um, because you've got this podcast on it," and, and uh, um, or because I saw something on Twitter, a funny meme on Twitter um, or Instagram. Uh, so it's just it's fascinating that the the fandom continues to grow and evolve.
1: Absolutely uh what one one little one little thing I will add I do about like the fandom uh, Twitter fandom making a lot of noise and everything. I do remember dming Neil goldman, who is running a, an account to give away scripts and uh, and hoodies and stuff like that um, and uh i i, I DM'd him the one time and I did ask him like I said how much are like are we accomplishing anything hmm. with all the tweeting that we're doing with the hashtags and and everything? And uh, I'm like, cause, cause you know, a lot of people are going, Oh, we saved community and everything like that. And I, I, I kind of was like that, that's a nice sentiment. I don't know if that's true. Yeah. Right. So I wanted to ask someone who was actually higher up there and, and he, you know, he said, you guys definitely had an impact. Like you guys made a lot of noise. I'm probably over, over saying what he said. He probably was much more uh, <laughs> he <used> less words, <laughs> yeah. but, but the, the gist of it was, yeah, you guys helped, but like, I didn't get the impression that we, we saved the show, right? We did help. We did keep NBC from, um, you know, like, we were just too loud for them to ignore, I think, more yeah, than anything sure. else. And, and that, just, that just added into it. So while, while some might say, oh, you know, we all saved community, I, I, I kind of have trouble um, agreeing to that. Like I think we did, we did a lot. We did, we did help, and it was cathartic even for us to be involved. In That's that probably way, the bigger to piece with sure. the show that we loved. Yep. Right, um, and it just made us all feel closer to each other and closer to the show, uh, which you know probably made us love it more than you should love a TV show. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, um, but but that was that was interesting to get his perspective on it, and I, I think you know, like he he was being realistic with me about it. You know, yeah. like, well, there's yeah, no we one. Helped, th- but,
0: you know, there's no one fireman well, who's saving the entire house from a fire, you know? So, uh, uh you know, absolutely. So, um, absolutely. I, yeah. Um, all right. Loser at law. That's his, uh, his tag name, uh, loser at law. Um, he was kind of, uh, reiterated what you had said that, um, uh, he remembered Joel, um, interacting through private messaging and, um, sending out merch, um, uh, to, you thank them for their support. So I think you've you've kind of touched on that, but I wanted to thank loser at law for his, uh, his kind of statement. So it was a prompt for me to ask you about that. And, um, you know, I think it's amazing that, uh, you got a chance to actually talk with Joel and, uh, I'm, I'm hoping that when, you know, if, and when they, uh, they do the movie, um, that they, they have a, a chance to really, um, do some of these things again and, and really reach out to the fan base that uh, has been waiting patiently and, and hoping and, you know, causing this ruckus to, uh, um, to make this happen, you know, cause I think this is the, uh, I'll, I'll put this uh, to your, your comment you just made that I, I think people are, I think it does matter that people have been using the six seasons and a movie hashtag. I think that it does matter that, you know you guys are still doing what you do and and there's other younger folks who have come along even and are doing stuff on all these different social media channels that um it it still keeps community relevant you know that um you, you'll see uh articles written every time oh you know yvette got a phone call and allison Bree got a phone call and um, you know, these things that are popping up. So, um, I wouldn't sell mm-hmm. yourself too short at, I mean, cause I think at this point they ha- would have no reason to make a movie if, if the fan, they didn't see something in the fan base that said, oh yeah, we could, you know, put this on a platform and get a million streams. Um, you know, so, so yeah, you, so good job. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> 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 All
1: right. <laughs> Well, we're gonna keep we're gonna keep going. That's for sure. Yep. I, I, I don't see any any reason to stop. Like it's just it's too much fun to to interact with people still. So
0: yeah, it's it's great. So I have some you know broader questions for you about community. I think uh, you know now that we've kind of had some. Uh, is there any anything else before I do that uh, that you wanted to uh, kind of share about the history, the oral history of, of community on Twitter?
1: <laughs> I bet there will be more that will come into my brain that's all right after we talked sure and if I if it does I will write it down and maybe we can chat further at at length sure uh, nothing nothing glaringly you know popping into my brain at the moment um but you know it it was it was an amazing experience that I will treasure but yet never want to have happen again (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah
0: I I could uh, I can understand I, I don't think I would have you know i think it's fun for me to do this podcast uh you know kind of post-mortem to the show um i'm surprised there really wasn't much more um any more podcasts during the show but um so yeah let's let's jump to some um general questions um you know what what do you think um or i should say why do you think fans are still excited about community after 10 years
1: well there's a term I believe they use in comedy called evergreen comedy. Okay. There's so much comedy in community that while, while there's a lot of referential stuff and they pay homage to a lot of different things, a lot of the humor is evergreen. It will always be funny. Um, and, but it's not just funny cause there's a lot of shows that are just funny, but community just had a heart to it that I think just struck a chord with so many people. Um, you know, like, and and we're talking a wide range where there were, like, young teenagers all the way up to people in their 30s and 40s that were going onto Twitter and saying, hey, I love the show. Who else out there loves it as much as me? And that was most of the people on Twitter that were trying to make as much noise as they could. Um, Yeah, so it it just has all that. And I think all the different characters have elements to them that everyone can identify with. Um, and, and I know people have said that the, the show saved their life. Like they were not being, um, they weren't exaggerating. They felt like the show had saved their life. It had saved them from, uh, depression and feeling alone yeah. and being able to connect with fans and connect with people on screen that felt the same way they did. Like the community did deal with some deeper, darker themes at times. And I think a lot of people, just love that about it so I, I probably rambled to answer that question but that's yeah. that's i think why it has endured is it just has something about it that and i think it's that dan harman to it that we you know it just continues to reach people
0: yeah yeah i would agree i think uh, i've said it before but uh, i would be one of those people that would say yeah that, that uh, having something to laugh at when you have nothing else to laugh at um in your life uh is is really key to keeping you out of dark places and uh community was that for me first personally but also you know like you said for so many people that it's just um it's this family um that you you know of of misfits and i think uh that's why i didn't go to something like friends it wasn't something that you know a, a you know group of people who make me feel better but like people I could actually relate to and, uh, see their flaws mm-hmm. and, um, and, uh, you know, to just to in- develop that investment of, of who they were and, and root for them. Um, and, uh, so yeah, I, I totally agree with you. That's, that's great. Um, you mentioned a couple of your favorite episodes. Do you have like, a, can you rattle off, uh, you know, like a top five, <laughs> you know, do you have that ready in your brain? Uh, or is that, uh, too, too many, I think
1: it yeah to holding to a top five is really impossible there's so many in the season first season that i just love and because i've been listening to not just your podcast but um Fuffy Town and uh the other one i don't want to blank on it but yeah
0: jen are you listening to jen uh the uh yes rewatch yeah that
1: yep. that one that one that one's pretty interesting from to hear it from mostly from a female perspective and yep. Realize that there was a lot of stuff that was not right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, uh, there's, there's a lot in the first season that I love um, the, the, um, what's the name of it? I'm going to, I'm going to look it up. Sorry. Um, but we've, uh, I won't mention the ones I've already mentioned, because those are great. But um, the, um, uh, what is it here? Physical education. You know, is. Yeah the pool game is I can put that on and that will make me laugh every single time. Contemporary American poultry is also fantastic. A great one. Um, but, um, like there's, yeah, again, basic rocket science is incredibly hilarious. Conspiracy theories and interior design, um, if this hoodie were a time hoodie, I mean, <laughs> who comes up with this stuff? It's just there's just so much there. Um, any of the documentary ones, um, the one inter intermediate documentary filmmaking, uh-huh. fantastic, and Megan Gans, uh, just like salt and uh, explanabrag. I mean. need i say more like those are just great um a fistful of paintballs i'm gonna probably like make people angry but i think that's a better paintball episode than the original one that was in season one i i love that episode yeah Um, i think it does really
0: well with the western theme
1: the western theme but then just the way they weave in like as each character appears they do that card of them and you don't get the significance until later on and realize yeah what this like the, there's, there's a lot more deeper going on there. Um That one was great. Um You know, we've talked about remedial chaos theory. Um, there's a lot of the, like the crazy ones in the end of season three, which were still really good. Um, yeah. We talked about season four, but then co- cooperative polygraphy and geothermal escapism, those two together, I think are my highlight of season five. Mm-hmm. Um, them around the, there's just them around the table is always some of the best parts of the show, yeah, um, and then just the emotional impact of geothermal escapism was great. Mm. Um, there was a lot. There was quite a bit in season six, but just the last episode, I think, was probably with Dan talking at the end and that fake um, board game thing they're doing at the end, <laughs> yeah, and where he's like breaking as he's talking because he loves the show so much, yeah, that like if that doesn't rip your heart out, your heart's made of stone. So like I jumped around a lot there, but you know, like I, no, it'd great. be impossible to even put it in a, in a top five. Yeah. Uh, top 10 would even be difficult to do. Um, and they, and they shift and change. I think as I change, you know, as, as different things matter more to me in life. So yep. that's one of the great things about the show. You'll, you'll just, you can watch it five years later and find things that you didn't realize were there. So that's one of the things also why it has that enduring quality.
0: Yeah, I think, uh, as I'm looking at my top, uh, my ranking list, I'm, I'm going, oh, I, you know, I, I might have to, uh, make this a living, breathing document because, uh, as you <laughs> said, he made a good case for, um, a fistful of paintballs. Uh, I think that's, uh, there's a, I, I i apply that that heart factor to my rating system you know if, if the, yeah. it's, it's fine to have a really fun sh- episode that's you know um you know a, a, about the show you know uh, email security or you know the grifting 101 like those are fun but if there's an element where it can you know kind of pull in my heartstrings a little bit um yeah then uh, i think you get an extra little bit uh, on your rating so um yeah so that uh, you might have uh, a point with modern warfare uh, so good job <laughs> I, I like that um cool so do you have any uh favorite characters you know do you have one that kind of you relate to the most
1: i think i related to Jeff the most, mostly because we have a similar sized forehead. Um but <laughs> um but, but I I don't know, nice. I I you know, he's he's a lovable jerk, you know, like and really emphasis on the jerk. Like he 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 really pulls that off really yeah. well. But he has, you know, he has that softer side to him that he, you know, once people break down those walls, he is not what you see at first. Um, but I think also like I ended up kind of feeling like a big brother to a lot of people on Twitter. Mm. Um, and Jeff was kind of like the big brother of the group there. So I think in that way, I kind of felt like felt a lot of a connection there. Um, never, I, I didn't really feel like a connection to all even though I loved his character that much. But, um, you know, I would say like, for me, it's like a combination of Jeff and Shirley and Annie, <laughs> to be honest, which yeah. is probably a, a really weird mix, but, uh, you know, like I, I literally do keep the lights on and the ice cream from melting as part of my job. So, yeah. um, you know, that, that's the, the Annie and me, but, um, yeah, I would say most of them, but every, like I said, everyone, every one of them had some kind of, uh, characteristic that you can identify yeah. with. I think that's what helps the show so much. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I, I agree. I think I, you kind of, it's like a Jenga. I don't think you can pull one out, um, without kind of toppling the whole thing. And, and certainly we had that with, you know, season five and then with Troy and then season six with Shirley. Um, but you know, yeah. the, the yeah. positive thing is that we had, um, you know, Frankie and Elroy and, and then, you know, they were just right there and, and the Dean just right there to, um, you know, hold it up and and maybe it's not Jenga anymore. It's maybe it's a a different, (laughs) different game that you're, you're playing, but um, yeah, I think you still have uh, something great um, in five and six. Once, uh, once you introduce these characters uh, and really rely a little bit more on uh, some different things. Um, So yeah, that's interesting.
1: And, and, and and you you touched on the dean. I have nothing in common with the Dean, but he's still one of my absolute favorite characters, like, oh man, the yeah. dean, uh, jim rash just just so over the top and ridiculous half the time, but so, so good um you know <laughs> it, the, there's they they did thankfully you know draw out a lot of the depth of that guy. Um, but just, he just had some of the best lines and the costumes and just everything. Like, um, I don't know what that show would have been like if they hadn't made him a serious regular in season three. Um, you know, he, he just added just a lot of the, a lot of the show is very absurd humor. And he, he really like brought that element big into, uh, into the show, the absurdity right, right from the very start of the, you know, when, when he's introducing the characters in the very first episode and, I got to say, I should have said the pilot is still probably one of my favorite episodes of all time, because to have something so tight and so well done and so well drawn right from the get-go, like the pilot grabbed me right from the start. It, it got, the show continued to get better, but the pilot right from the get-go, I'm like, yes, this is my show and I'm going to watch this show. <laughs> so the pilot i should have mentioned before yeah. the pilot is fantastic and yeah, i agree you can't deny how how uh, well drawn the characters are right from the get go it's pretty amazing
0: yeah yeah it's funny I, i've i've heard people you know say otherwise that it took them some time um, but i you know i think why i put the pilot in the top 10 episodes is that it's the archetype for all of those sitting around the table episodes and you can't have the cooperative calligraphy and cooperative polygraphy
1: polygraphy. Yeah.
0: And, um, you don't get to have those two episodes without, um, you know, Dan establishing that this show is about the, you know, these people sitting around this table and, um, uh, so yeah, that's my point. <laughs> that's why put the pilot yeah. to, to me is, is, is uh, top 10. Um, and, uh, but so I think, um, you know, just to wrap up then, I think, uh, um, I have my one last big question, which is, you know, how has community changed you?
1: How has community changed me? Yeah. Um, that is a really interesting question. (laughs) Um, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's changed me as much as it has reinforced who I am. Um, you know, like I think, I think the show, I think the the fandom changed me more than the show did, to be honest. Hmm. Um, just to have experienced something like that with so many other people and have, Met so many amazing people from literally around the world. Um, it uh, it's it's something I'll never forget. Um, like I said, don't want to do it again because it took up a couple, more time than I wanted it to. But yes. but at the same time, it was uh, it was very enjoyable. And uh, you know, the, the show. Um, you know, I think maybe the only thing the show did was make me want to go look up some of the references and watch some of the things that they were basing some of the, some of yeah. the episodes on. Um, but, um, I don't know if it changed me. Um, I, I love it and I'll watch it till the day I die probably. But, uh, you know, I don't know if it changed me per se, uh, as much as the, just the fans did.
0: Sure. Yeah. No, I think, uh, the relationships that you create and the, the experiences, um, May not be the, the actual uh, uh show itself, but uh yeah, the the journey along the way. Um yeah, it's it's a a question I just think it's interesting to think about how uh something's so um uh, pivotal in, in in our lives. Um you wouldn't have uh spent as much time on Twitter and caring if it if the show wasn't you know, something so special to you. Um so
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's true.
0: All right, well, Mike, um that was six seasons in a podcast and I really appreciate you coming on and uh and joining me and, and talking through the uh, history of uh, community on Twitter.
1: All right, yeah, no problem. Um if people are looking to kind of see see uh, the community's uh, uh account there, um it's um CO it's c o m m u n i e SS. There's two S's on the end there. Um, so yeah, you know, like say hello uh, on on Twitter and uh, yeah, Awesome. Uh, and if you, happy to happy to have more fans hooking up and and uh, meeting each other on on that page.
0: That sounds great. And if you have uh, any uh, things that you uh, are reminded of. Um, when I launch the uh, launch the episode, what we'll do is we'll uh, have some synergy, and you'll have to tweet out some things that you remember, and uh, uh, and we'll link to the episode and and, uh, and get the hashtags going. So that sounds great. Sounds
1: good. I I, I mean I can literally talk about community and have talked about community for hours and hours <laughs> on end. So if you ever uh, if you ever want to uh, talk more, I'm happy to do it.
0: Awesome. Sounds good, Mike.